Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dafa Shavua. As we keep moving in Suvis Daf Mem Vav, we are catching up, at least to the Dafa Shavua cycle, which I think is up to Daf Mem Tess. If you happen to be ahead, but Baruch Hashem, let's keep going. I uh, promised everyone we were going to have Moti Shemra according to the Rambam with some interesting chidushim. I think all of this, uh, or a lot of this, will be relevant to Allah Lamaisa, definitely to our moral fiber, which is relevant as we get close. <coughs> I'm recording this uh, Erev Rosh Chodesh Elo. And it actually works out beautifully that we're leaving the Rambam for this week, because it's a very important Gemara on Daf Mem Vav Amid Aleph. I'm actually going to start with the Gemara. And uh, then we're going to go through some Rambams. Hopefully we'll get to Tshuva or two. And uh, then we'll be moving on beyond uh, Motsi Shemra next week. Okay. And uh, if you prepared the Gemara, then on Daf Mem Vavamabes, we already moved beyond Motsi Shemra. So the Gemara asks a very basic question. Where do we have a warning that you can't have Motsi Shemra. Now, we are today focusing, at least at this point, on Motsi Shemra in the Ishus category. Remember, what I spoke about uh, last week was you have this big, bad punishment, this, uh, this big, bad sin of Motsi Shemra. Man accuses a woman, a woman who happened to be a Nara, that while she was engaged, then she was Mizana. She had relations, right, with her will. And this is taking place at some point before the marriage is culminated. We'll see today, according to the Rambam, it's uh, any point before the Bia. So it could have been even after the Nisuin, but before they have relations. <clears throat> so... What's the source? Like, what's the source that this is not allowed to be done? Now, before we come back to the Gemara, and we're going to be flipping back and forth, just to appreciate the question of the Gemara, we've already learned that if you accuse someone, the man accuses the Nara of this uh, violation, then, and it ends up being false, so he's going to get punished, right? He's going to get his malchus. And he is stuck with her forever if she desires. Now, that's the punishment, right? Definitely what he's stuck with and the malchus. So when the Gemara says, Ashar Lamotzi Shemra Minalan, what exactly are we talking about? Are we talking about the malchus or are we talking about the staying with her? Now, what I'm going to argue is that it's actually the basis for the Malkus. Now, you could ask a question based on a Gemara Masechus Malkus. We don't give Malkus for a lav she'en bo masa, but we're not getting into uh, the whole basis of Malkus. The Gemara goes on to say, and you'll see why I'm going about this in this way. The Gemara says, Amar Milo Rachel. Wow. So the source of Motsi Shemra, at least as far as the Isser, we're not talking here about the Psukim 
that we learn out in Sefer Devarim. That establishes, as I'm arguing, and it's pretty clear, as we're going to see in the Rambam Sefer Amitzvot, and we saw in the Gemara, that comes, that's as far as the Pesukim in Devarim in, uh, are there to say that he can't send her away. That's going to be a los assay and an assay, which sounds like the same as the los assay, but we actually have an assay and a los assay that she stays with him forever. So that's what leaves you with Los Elech Rachel Ba'mecha, which I think matches up with the Malkus, but also that you're not allowed to do this, which ends up being a separate prohibition. And hold on, because we'll see how the Rambam interprets this. Rabbi Nassan Omer, he actually says this from another Pasuk, and we'll talk about this as well in the Rishonim. It's a Pasuk from uh, Parshas Kitetse, in Devarim. It's actually talking about the context of war. V'nishmarta mikol davara. If you read it literally, it's that when you go out to war, you should keep yourself away from every evil thing. But let's keep in mind, davara could also be dibor ra. So let's just read this Gemara. It's just an important Gemara. It's going to help set us up for the rest of the work we have to do today. And we're automatically going to have to finish today, even if we go a little bit over time, with the Motsi Shemra Sugya. So the Gemara wants to know, according to Rebbe Lazar, he was the one who said, Loselech Rachel, why didn't he say like Rebbe Pinchas? It's a very basic question of the Gemara, of Vinishmarta Mikol Davara. Why didn't he, he say that was the basis? Mikanam Rebbe Pinchas Ben Ya'ir, Ayaharher Adam, so he needed it. He needed it for a different uh, learning. Okay, so he's quoting over here. This is the reason why Rebbe Lazar. Sorry, I did not go like Rebbe Nassim. That was the Rebbe Lazar said. So he needed it for a different type of learning, for different uh, halacha. But you have to be careful with your thoughts during the day. If not, it could lead to uh, an omission. At night. So then the question comes back to Rabbi Nassim, which is a very basic question, because Loselech Rechab Amecha seems to be the more obvious one. Rabbi Nassim, my time alone or mehai. Why didn't he say from Loselech Rechab Amecha? Ahu asar lebezdin shloyehi rach lazeh v'kasha lazeh. So he needed it for a different interpretation as far as an action of bezdin, which uh, if you look at the word rach, and love, that you can't end up being soft to one and harsh to the other, okay? We're not focusing on that right now. So let's go back and look at the Rambam, and you'll see how we put this all together, including which pasuk ends up being used. When you look into the Rambam, in Sefer HaMitzvah Sla Rambam, in addition to the Mishnah Torah work of the Rambam, is many other works. We have quoted from the Parish Mishnayis, and we also have the Sefer HaMitzvos. There's Halach Lomoshim Misinai, or I should say Misora from Sinai, that we have 613 mitzvos. But the exact division of the mitzvos, how do we get to the 613? Not all Rishonim agree. You have a number of famous Hashemotos of the Ramban, where the Ramban disagrees on a number of uh, situations with the Ramban. For example, the Ramban doesn't explicitly say that there's a chiyuv of Aliyah La'eretz Yisrael. People explain how the Rambam really did include it, but 
there could be a kima mitzvah, but there's no chiyuf. And in many others, the Ramban says there is. But either way, the Rambam in mitzvah ratio tests, and keep in mind this is mitzvah saseh ratio test, positive mitzvah. He says, what is the uh, 219th mitzvah? The 219th mitzvah is the law to adin motzi shemra. And he goes on to say that one who accuses her will get malchus. And what he's really focusing on over here is the assay part is that he will remain married to her. And that is based not on the Pasuk of Lo Selech Racha but he says straight out, it's from the Psukim of Velo Tia right? And if you look into the Sefer HaMitzvot of the Rambam, Lo Sasei, Shinnun test, that's Kufre Shin 359, that he cannot never divorce her. And he brings the Pesukim as well. So that's the basis of the Gemara's question this week, right? Where does the Azhara come from? Where does the warning that you can't do it? We see from Devarim, you have the psuk, from the, the Pesukim that I quoted, you have the result, the consequences, but not necessarily the prohibition. Now, what I want to try to figure out, and we will hopefully put this all together very nicely, is coming back to our question from last week. Motzi Shemra, as we see it in Meseches Ksuvis, as you see it almost everywhere in the Rambam, is talking about a very particular situation. We're in the world of Ishus. Why is Motzi Shemra also used in the world of social discussion? Now, for full disclosure, we will come to a Gemara, two Gemaras in Mesech that use Motzi Shemra in particular relating to slander. Again, it's not going to be Lashon Hara, technically, where you're telling the truth, it's not going to be Rechilos. It's going to be Motzi Shemra is where you're false. Now, we already get a hint, and I'm going to give you a little preview of what we're going to end up coming to. We've already seen that Losolech Rachel Ba'amecha, which is that Pasuk that is used typically in the social realm, ends up being used here as well. So you kind of move Losolech Rachel Ba'amecha to Motzi Shemra in the world of Ishus. And we've already seen that Motzi Shemra, which is the world of Ishus, is used in the social setting. So let's try to put this all together. The Rambam and Hilchos Deus, here he's talking about character traits, discusses the, uh, the three categories, we're going to call them the three general categories of Lashon Hara. Again, one, one of the specific uh, applications will be Lashon Hara, but then you have a general category really called Lashon Hara, and then three applications. Hamaraga bechavero halacha aleph over below sasation emar loselach rachel ba'mecha. So we discussed last week what rachilus is, and then in halacha base he gets into rachilus, and then yesh avon gadol mizad maod v'hu bechal lav v'hu lashon hara. That's when you end up putting, uh, saying something critical about someone, even if it's true, and then. 
Okay. The Rambam in Perak Zayin Halacha Gimel says, There the three punishments that a person is gonna knock is gonna be knocked out of not only will they be punished in Olam Hazev, but it knocks you out of Olam Haba. We know the big three. And then the Gemara said, the, we're quoting, it is based on Gemara, but the Rambam says, Okay, so does this mean no one's going to have Olam Haba? Obviously not. It's talking about, probably probably talking about someone who's a, a professional Lashon Hara speaker. But you could just argue right now that based on this Rambam, that's why we need Motsi Shemra as the warning, right? Even though Motsi Shemra is not in the realm of uh, Ishus, that's not how it's presented here, but if it has such huge consequences, so Chazal decided to use the same term. What you're basically doing is, by speaking Lashon Hara, even on a less serious issue, but you're destroying a Tzalem Someone who's like this Bas uh, Yisrael, it's similar. You're destroying her reputation. Don't think that less than that is okay. So that could be one application. But I'm going to take it a little bit uh, in a different direction, even though not mutually exclusive of what I just said. And we'll have a better understanding. Now, just to show you the, uh, the seriousness of Motsi Shemra, which is going to be important as well, is if you look into the Rambam Hilchos Sanhedrin Perikei Halacha Gimel, just to match up, here the Gemara is basically saying that Lashon Hara is so bad. In fact, the uh, Rambam goes on to say, "Kol Hamasaper B'Lashon Hara Ki Lukofer Be'Iker." You're denying Hashem. Now you're denying Hashem most likely because you are not appreciating Hashem's creation. And then the Rambam goes to say, It kills three people, even though it doesn't really kill, but that's how it's treated. Ha'omro, the person who says it, Famakablo, the person who receives it, and obviously Vizesha Amarlov, and the person to whom it was said about. Now, consistent with what I just said before about the seriousness of it, so if you look into the Rambam, Hilchasan Hedron, Perakeh, Halacha Gimel, the Rambam tells us that when it comes to resolving a Motsi Shemra in the Isha situation, you're dealing with a court of 23. That's because a court of 23 deals with life and death. When it comes to the Rambam, Hilchus Eidus, Perakaf Aleph, Halacha Yud, the Rambam also uses Motsi Shemra to show the seriousness of it in a case of Adim Zomamim. Two Adim come along, they make up the fact that this woman, right, they're the witnesses that this woman was Mizana uh, while she was a Nara having Arison, while she was in the status of Arison. And then we have two other witnesses who come along and say, these two are Adim Zomimim, then these two Adim, the first two are going to end up being killed, right? That's the halacha of Adim Zomimim, but again, you see the seriousness of it. So, so far, I've been going with the seriousness realm, which is showing us really where. Motsi Shemra comes in even in the social realm. So anybody this time of year is thinking about Lashon Hara and improving on it, we should take it as serious as the Motsi Shemra in the Isha's category. But I think something else is happening as well. 
And this is what I want to show from a uh, number of Rambams. The Rambam says in Hilchos Nara Basula, Hamotzi Shemra Bas Yisrael, Vinimsa Hadava Sheker Loka. So you end up getting Malchus. Why do you end up getting Malchus? You need a warning, right? What's the warning? At least from the Torah, Milo Telech Rachel Bamecha, which again is quoting the first Shita, the Rebbe Lazar, in our Gemara. Now the Kesef Mishnah comes along, and the Kesef Mishnah says, why did the Rambam pick Lo Selech Rachel Bamecha? He could have picked the other Pasuk, that we have from Vinishmartam Ikoldavara, which the Pasuk that uh, Rabbi Nassim picks. So the Kesav Mishnah says something, and I think this is very important for the Sugya. He says, and it's a very basic thing, he says, But he says, the Rambam didn't do that one. Because this lav of lo selech rachel ba'mecha is explicitly spelled out. Now, I think what the Kesev Mishnah is telling us over here is this. Lo selech rachel ba'mecha in the social realm is an explicit reference to any type of motzi shemra. Within that, you're going to have our case of motzi shemra. But it includes any type of Motsi Shemra. It's just that if you want to point out to the worst application of a Motsi Shemra, where you actually could kill a person because of it, then it's going to be ours. You wouldn't get that from Vinishmartami Koldavara. And you also, you wouldn't just get the Azhara, but you wouldn't get the broader message of the link. So this way, we're not just moving and applying Motsi Shemra to the social situation, we're now applying the social situation to the Ishas. Now, the Torah Tamima asks a very interesting question because we want to defend Reb Nassan, right? What is, how does Vinishmarta Mikol Davara fit in to anything relating to speaking bad about someone? I mean, the Gemara ends up saying it's because you could say Davara is Dabera. But the Tarotimimah goes a little bit further, and at least Baum's interpretation of it, he says, what happens when you're in war, as we know from the Yefei Toar, is some of the normal social norms, right? There's a breakdown of social norms. People in at war act inappropriately towards women, towards each other. The social setting... And that's where I think he's. Say, I think that's what the Torah Tamim is saying here as well. The Sifri gives a whole bunch of other examples relating to illicit behavior that may happen out in war, and I'm going to include within that lashon hara, which is a breakdown of a very basic social norm of not ripping into people. So what we've seen is the seriousness of motzi shemra. In the social setting, we've seen also how Lo Selech Racha fits in to Motsi Shemra in the Ishus realm. And I want to point out, just so you understand, Halacha, I won't say it's necessarily Halacha Lamaisa today, but we don't have Bezdin. What happens if the woman's not a Nara? Someone asked me that last week. 
a guy says, you know, it's very limited time that a woman is an ara. So you may not have violated Motsi Shemra. This is what Baum is saying. You know, you haven't violated Motsi Shemra as far as the Ishas, but you still have violated on the social level. So it's still going to be considered to be terrible. It's not like you get a total pass. I wanted to uh, just give you a couple of conclusions, a couple of uh, conclusion uh, marks, which you're going to get from the Rambam. Uh, let me read you the Gemara Maseches Erechen. So just so you see that even in Maseches Erechen, you end up having Motsi Shemra on the social realm spelled out. So here you go. This is Mesech Zerch and Dav Tesvav Amad Aleph. Amar Abelazabin Prata Boer E Kamagada Koach Shalashan Hara. This is beautiful. Now here Lashan Hara is being used in the general category. Minalan, Mimaraglan. You learn it from the Miraglan. You learn it from the Miraglan? Umaha Motsi Shemra Al Eitzim Vavanim Kach. Just like there was Motsi Shemra, they spoke, and it's assuming over here what the Miraglam said was false. And look at the punishment. Look how bad, in addition to the punishment, you know, that's going to be obvious, but look how bad what you've done by speaking not bad about Eretz Yisrael, but speaking bad, bad about a person. Rabbi Soloveitchik actually matches up the two by saying that just as Eretz Yisrael is unique, so too every individual is unique. But you're seeing over here Motsi Shemra in the social realm, but being used with comparing it to the Miraglim. It's actually worse than the Miraglim. The second place it's in the Gemara, maybe there's another Gemara, but these are the only two Gemaras that I'm aware of, which is just on the next Amud, Tesvav Amabes, in Erechen, Zos Tia Toras Hamitzora. That we have in the Pasuk. So the Gemara says, Zos Tia Toraso Shel. Motsi Shemra. Here you have the Tsaras and all the things that are happening to a person who speaks Lashon Hara is being called the Motsi Shemra. And the Chiddush over here is that even when you're speaking the truth, the Gemara Nerechen over here is leaning into the category of Motsi Shemra that sometimes just translated as you've, t- you've caused a person's reputation to be ruined even if it's truthful. So you end up seeing, actually, the uh, the terms Rechilas, Motsi Shemra, and Lashon Hara are purposefully used at times, right? Not for its strict meaning, but to get lessons across, moral lessons across, are used interchangeably. Have a great week of learning.